Welcome to another episode of How You Can Too with your host, your boy, Alvy Daniel Thompson Jr., a.k.a. Mr. You Can Too. It feels great to be back with you on the podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about the importance of playing to win instead of playing not to lose. And I'm going to be using examples from my own life and taking you behind the scenes of a really huge learning lesson I had playing college football at Georgetown University. I don't talk too much about my time playing football, but this lesson definitely applies. And I'm actually excited to talk more about this going forward. So if you feel like you haven't been living up to your own potential, or that you've been tentative in certain aspects of your life, understand that this is the episode for you. Also, if you are a busy professional and you're looking for ways to up-level all things your health, I want you to check out the Holistic Health Handbook that I put out for busy professionals. You can find that at mryoucan2.com backslash holistic dash health dash handbook. And again, if you want to learn more about my story and the reason why I do why I what I do, please check out my book, You Can Too, on Amazon. I appreciate you. I honor you. And I can't wait to see what you get from this episode. As always, you can too. Enjoy the show. Dynamic blessings. Appreciate you tapping back in with me today. Just for um, a little bit of life updates, I feel like I haven't spoken to you in about a month on the podcast. Your boy is officially a married man. Alejandra and I got married on April 30th, 2023. And April 30th is extremely extremely special day to me because that is the birthday of my late grandfather pop Uh, pop was the man pop was my father figure growing up and he's instilled in me so many lessons that carry forward with me today and you can learn more about my story with pop as i talk about him in i believe episode four is what it is and i'll go back and double check that and link that in the show notes for you but what i wanted to do today is talk about one of the big realizations that I have had because of my marriage and now being a married man. Because I'm now married, I see this as an opportunity for myself to simply level up. If you know me, you know how important continuous growth is. And I feel like this part of my life now being a husband and God willing, being able to be a father you know, in the not too distant future, I understand that this is a new calling for me and that there's even more that I get to do going forward in life. And I want to share a story with you of how lately, I would say in the last, gosh, it had to be about six months ago, I had this question to myself of, Am I playing the game of life to my full potential? Am I showing up as powerfully as I can? Am I taking the skills that I have, the knowledge that I have, and utilizing it in a way that shows that I have wisdom, 
meaning. I'm taking the things that I've learned and I'm applying it for my own growth. And now as a married man, the growth of myself and my wife, Alejandra. And it's been really interesting to to meditate on that, to really ponder that and, and pray over that, because I'm sure that's something that you might ask yourself too. And I'll take a moment to ask you that question. Do you take the time to reflect and see if you're being a proactive participant in your life or are you being reactive to the things that come up? Do you feel like you are consistently living your life in a way that is scratching at your ceiling, that is working towards you being your best self, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you name it. And when I sat back and I I looked at it from my own life, it had me realize that perhaps on the outside, it looks like I'm doing great. And don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm doing very well in my life. But what I know is missing is that I'm not doing as well as I would be if I was consistently living to my potential. This reminds me of actually my last football game as a college athlete at Georgetown. For those of you who don't know, I was a Division One football player, played football all four years while I was at Georgetown, played defensive line. And it was interesting because going into my freshman year, I was pretty heavily recruited, especially by Georgetown and all of the other schools that are in the Patriot League. And when I first got there, there was this expectation that I was going to play a lot and I was going to perform at a high level. Fast forward a little bit into my freshman year, I was the third D tackle in the rotation starting game one. I had a senior in front of me and a junior in front of me. And because I felt like I should have been playing in front of the junior, I started to focus on things that were out of my control. And that led to me eventually kind of not being a great teammate, talking back with coaches and things of that nature. And I started to get less playing time. And then the next year as a sophomore, there was a freshman who came in who was extremely talented, ended up being one of the best D linemen to probably ever come through Georgetown. And he was getting away with a lot of things that I felt like I used to, I was getting in trouble for, right? And at that time, I had a huge victim mentality. Why me? This isn't fair. All of that. And ultimately, again, it had me not play to win. And instead, from that moment forward, I would really practice and play in a way to not make a mistake. Because to make a mistake would mean that I'm on the bench. To make a mistake would mean that I wasn't going to play and that someone else was going to come in for me. As a result, instead of being super proactive, playing to win, looking to make plays and obviously do my job at a high level, I was tentative because I was scared that I was somehow going to fail and ultimately just jeopardize my own career. That was the story I told myself. So let's fast forward all the way until my senior year at Georgetown, my last football game of the season. So it's the last football game of my career. We're playing against Bucknell. And I realized for myself, like, this is it. This is my last football game. 
my football career after this is over because I knew I wasn't going to the NFL or any other type of league after my Georgetown career was done. So because I realized that this was my last game, I wasn't going to have to watch film on it. I wasn't going to be held accountable for anything, all of that. I just let it all loose. And I just went after it. And I remember it must have been like, it was during the first drive of the game. Bucknell had a, a mobile freshman quarterback at the time. And this guy was lighting teams up, but he really liked to scramble. And in one play, he was scrambling, scrambling. He cut back to his left and didn't know that I was coming. And I smacked him. And he went flying. He went down real quick for the tackle. And I remember my boy, Nick Parrish, captain, linebacker, number 35, goes, damn, Danny. And it just got big hype for me. And literally that set the tone for me that entire game. And I had literally the best game in my career. Multiple tackles for lost. I had a sack, a bunch of tackles. Was just flying around, having so much fun and playing at a high level because I was playing free. Because I was playing to win. Because I was not being scared. And it showed me in that moment what could have been possible for my entire career Yet, I let my own limiting beliefs and stories keep me small. And as a result, I had a very mediocre football career. When in reality, I know for sure I could have been, if not one of the best on the team, I mean, I think even bigger, probably one of the best in the league, the Patriot League, to be honest. And it was interesting. I, I, I would imagine for you, I would wonder, are there times in your life right now where instead of playing to win, you're playing not to lose. Because of that, you're playing small. Because of that, you're not going after what it is that you really want in life. And I ask you this question because I asked myself the same questions. I was asking myself, am I playing to win? Or am I playing not to lose? And it had me take a step back and look at my current adult situation, looking at my work, the impact that I'm having on others to where it really seemed like I'm doing great things to other people, which I am, don't get me wrong, but I could look myself deep in the mirror and understand like, man, you're doing the same thing you were doing in football back when you were 22 years old. So damn near 12, 13 years ago. And for me, I had to sit with that for a little bit. And then decide like, hey, how is it that I want to change from this moment going forward? Are there things that I want to say on my platforms, whether it's my podcast, Instagram, LinkedIn, seminars, conversations with people, whatever it is. Have I been holding back in a way because I'm afraid to fail? Because I have that same feeling that I had before that ah, maybe my coaches are going to take me out the game or not play me if I do something wrong. And in this situation in life, at the end of the day, I'm the coach. I'm my own coach. I'm the one who decides if I play or not. But I guess if I had to look at it in a similar situation in terms of like the fear behind it, it's more so, am I going to get canceled? Is cancel culture going to rear its ugly head if I speak my truth and they don't agree? And I can look back and I can realize like, damn, I haven't been giving it 100% because 
because that fear was actually within me. I really was thinking about what are the consequences if I do show up as powerfully as I could. So I want you to think about that in your life for a moment. Where are the areas where you're not showing up as powerfully as you know you can? Where are you not speaking up? Where are you not taking action? Where are you playing to not lose? And because of that, playing small, as opposed to going after it and playing to win. I make this up. This is not a fact by any means, but I I truly believe that there are so many of us that don't step up in our full light and our full power because we are worried about what others are going to think. And I've also fell to that and can still fall to that if I'm not careful. But now I'm realizing in this next season of my life, the next phase of my life as a husband, as a leader, that it is time for me to do all the things necessary to grow myself, grow my family, and be in a position to really impact those who want to be impacted. If you're a, a business person, you might have heard this before, if you're some, or if you're an entrepreneur, this whole idea of knowing how to talk to your audience and knowing who it is that you're looking to serve. Because at the end of the day, I've realized I can't serve any everybody. And a big part of that, everybody who I can't serve and I won't serve are the people who are asleep. These are the people who don't believe they can change. These are the people who always carry around a victim mentality thinking that it is everybody else's fault, that they're not where they want to be in life. These are the people that don't think they can create any type of change. And these are the people that feel hopeless. And I've realized that while I want those people to succeed, my message and what I say on a consistent basis, they'll never hear it. It'll never resonate. And as a result, it's upon me to talk to those of you who are, who are awake at least, right? Who are, who are open to new ideas, who are open to being a better version of yourself. And if you're listening to this podcast, I wholeheartedly believe that you are one of those people. So I know now going forward, there's just going to be a whole up level in terms of how I speak, the messages I put out there, and the level of courage that I'm going to be tapping into and I'm going to stay present to because it's necessary. Something I want to invite you to do if you have found yourself playing not to lose instead of playing to win is to focus on these three things. Number one, go back and look at all the times you've won in your life before. I guarantee you, if you are breathing, you have won in life before. Just waking up today is a win. And I'm sure there's been times in your sports, times in your career, times doing all different types of things as a as a friend, as a brother, a sister, mother, father, whatever it is, there's been so many times that you've won. And I want you to remember those times and tap back into those emotions of what it felt like to win in those moments, to go after something and see it come through. When you can remember your wins, 
you can use that energy and those emotions next time you come up against a new challenge. Oftentimes, I know this is true for me, I would have a hard time thinking I could achieve something because it was something new. But the moment I started to realize that I've overcame and I've accomplished many things that were new at one point was all of the confidence that I needed to go do the next thing, to go after this new unknown. And that's how I'm looking at this part of my life. So the first thing is to remember the wins and to bask in those from time to time. The second thing I want to invite you to do is to understand that you are the leader of your life. There is nobody out there that you need to lead you. You are the first leader. You decide how you're going to move, what you're going to do, what you're not going to do. You decide what you're going to say, what you're not going to say. You decide how you work with your thoughts. No one else has to do that for you. Whether you think you are or you're not, you absolutely are a leader because you get to lead yourself first. So by being a leader in your own life, it's so important to take accountability for your own actions, to take responsibility for the circumstances that you find yourself in. When you can have this level of accountability and responsibility for yourself in your life, it puts you in position to create change when needed. It puts you in position to grow. It puts you in position to overcome the discomfort that you may feel to then feel the elation of what happens on the other side of that discomfort when you take the action. So I want you to truly, truly, truly embody your role as the leader in your life. So number one, celebrate the wins. Number two, recognize the leader that you are. And number three, stay present. To be present is to focus on the here and now on purpose. When you are present and you're focused at the moment at hand, you're not worrying about what happened before and you're not anxious about what's to come in the future. You are centered in the now. And at any point you find yourself in your life, you will always find yourself at right now. It is always now o'clock. And I think this is such an important thing to realize because it is so much easier to take action when you are present and in the moment, when you're able to find that stillness, when you're able to find that clarity. Because the moment that you find that, it puts you in a great position to act. It puts you in a great position to overcome any limiting beliefs or ineffective thoughts that you're having in the moment. By practicing presence, focusing on the here and now, taking a few deep breaths, feeling your feet on the ground, feeling your body in space, that will put you in a great position to win in life. So the three things are celebrate your wins. Number two, be the leader of your life. And number three, be present. You do those three things, you will be proactive. As it comes to me, this message that I'm giving you and all these things that I'm sharing with you, these are simply reminders to myself. These are all things that I get to 
practice, tap into, be present to. Because if not, I can get caught up in my own stories. I can hold myself back. I can hold myself small. And I can go back to being that 22-year-old version of myself, really 18 to 22-year-old version of myself, that was so afraid to make a mistake that he wasted pretty much his entire football career in mediocrity when I know I could have been great. I showed glimpses of it, but I never stayed there because I was so worried about not losing, not playing to win, simply not losing. And you talk to any of the great athletes out there or any of the people who are doing well in life, they'll be the first ones to tell you that you get to play to win. When you play to win, you experience life and you show up and work in a completely different way. And I'm excited for me, for this next level up, for this journey that I'm on. And I'm really grateful to have you there with me because I know that because you're listening to this, you value these things as well. You're the type of person who wants to be the best version of themselves and understand you are whole. You are worthy. The way you are is absolutely perfect. Everything's already within you. There's nothing you need to add. It's simply going within yourself and pulling out what's just waiting, waiting to come to the surface. And I'm excited about this for me. I can't wait to see where this journey leads me. I know that there's still going to be self-limiting beliefs and ineffective thoughts that come up. But again, when I come back to presence, I'm able to transcend those things. When every single day I focus on leading myself and being a great leader, I know I'm putting myself in a position to win. And whenever I might feel down or lost or uncertain, I can surge back to all the wins that I've had up to this point and understand that there's nothing that I can't go ahead and handle moving forward, even if it's my first time doing it. So I appreciate your time. I appreciate you tapping in. Thank you to everyone that's shown me love in all aspects of my life for reaching out to me and showing a bunch of love on Instagram and through text about Alejandro and I getting married. Your boy's leveling up. It's May 22nd. When this comes out, it'll probably be May 23rd. And just understand that we are all on this journey together. There's so much life to live. There's so much to enjoy. There's so much to work through. There's so much to overcome. And every time we overcome something, we grow that much more and experience the sweetness that life has to offer. I honor you. I appreciate you. And as always, you can too.